Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Cousins Wine and Tea Podcast. Each week, we will bring you a brand new episode. Please tune in because you don't want to miss it. While we sip on our wine, we're going to bring you the tea. Because if you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. Hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Cousins Wine and Tea Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Lynn. And I wanted to welcome you again to this evening's show uh, where we will be discussing generational curses. So we delve into this topic. It's a phenomenon that is steeped in cultural, psychological and spiritual dimensions. We aim to unravel complexities, challenge preconceptions and foster understanding of how past influences can shape our present realities. So when I think of generational curses, um, I think of things that happen in a family, whether it's most of the time it's it's a negative effect on the family and it's just passed down through generation, generation after generation. Mm-hmm. So, Lynn, what do you think when you think of the term generational curses? What is it that comes to mind for you? OK, so my thing, I feel like generational curses, they can be ailments of the mind body and spirit Mm. resulting from negative behavioral or physical and mental patterns that are passed down throughout several generations okay yeah i mean it could be it could be like broken down like um in levels like like genetics um sociological environmental and supernatural that's how i look at it Mm. what's supernatural i mean like so basically like say for genetic for example, like you can, I mean, even though like chronic illnesses, that's something that's hereditary in a lot of cases, but it still occurs if you yeah, think about it. That's true. That's um, true. But anyway, like just some examples of the genetic curses, it could be like chronic illnesses, like, you know, of course, hypertension, heart disease, mental health, depression, bipolar, schizophrenia. Example of like sociological mm. curses could be racism. Mm. If you think about it, little babies are not born yeah, that's true. judging people by the color of their skin. Uh, that's true. Broken right. relationships, molestation, incest, negative, defeated thoughts about yourself. And like for environmental curses, they could be like, you know, the poverty, mm-hmm. drug and alcohol abuse, physical and mental abuse. Example of supernatural curses. That basically, that's when I feel like when you rebel against the will of God. Mm, like yeah. cults, um, I, um, idol, idolatry, <laughs> and like occults, like people okay. who practice like witchcraft and um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That so that's true. how I look at it. Oh, that is true. Those are good. Um, let's say to add to that, let's see, do we say poverty, illness, dysfunctional relationships, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then also financial mismanagement? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are all uh, things that are are rooted in uh, generational curses. Mm-hmm. Breaking generational curses typically involves spiritual intervention, healing, and breaking negative patterns through prayer, therapy, and personal growth, which we all can um, benefit from the from that. Um, but sometimes we don't even know or realize that we are a part of a generational curse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when the term generational curse is used, it often um, reforms to the idea that negative patterns or behaviors can be passed down through generations with the family. 
The concept is often discussed in religious or spiritual contexts, suggesting that um, under under resolved issues or sins from previous generations can impact the present and future members of a family. It can also be interpreted more broadly to encompass any detrimental cycles or patterns that persist across generations, regardless of religious beliefs. So we kind of wanted to talk about this because it's not something, it's not a real popular topic, but sometimes we often wonder like why certain things are passed down from generation to generation. Like sometimes just things we think about, how we think about things because we think about, oh, my mom did that. My grandmother did that. Mm-hmm. Your great grandmother did that. So it's all kind of just passed down. And sometimes I used to always wonder why do I think the way I do about certain things because you are told certain things because they were told certain things. It's like, for example, I remember my mom never discussed with me about my menstrual cycle mm-hmm. and, you know, or just sex. Mm-hmm. Never talked to me about that. And then come to find out when I talked to my grandmother, she said, well, I never talked to your mom about that either. Never talked to her about that. And grandma has said that big mama never talked to them about that. It was almost just kind of like. It's like a taboo. They all. Yeah. You know, back then they didn't really talk about that. But Mm -hmm. then again, then they just. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You find out certain things down the road that you just surprised about. But Mm -hmm. then it's like it's just a normal thing. Well, I didn't talk about it to, to her. She didn't talk about it to you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even get a chance. I talked about it with Tasia. Mm-hmm. But by the time she was in school, they did. They were already teaching those things in classes. Yeah, like that. Like that. Human health development. Yeah, human like health that. development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were already talking about that in school. So, But I still kind of talked to her, too, mm-hmm. trying to prepare her for, you know, um, uh, uh, well, being an adult, you know, or, and being responsible with her sexual health, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Um, and I did talk to her about her menstrual cycle and stuff, too. But mm-hmm. my mom never talked to me about that. But it was just interesting to find out that my grandmother never talked to my mom either. Ain't that About that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting, though. But it, it is interesting how, like, if you think about, like, think about how, like, like stuff that you... Like that you see with like physical and mental abuse, like that is so oh, yeah. crazy that that does that is like a a curse that kind of mm-hmm. goes from one generation to the next. Cause like if you see your mom, your mom and dad, um, you know, physically fight, yeah, it's gonna affect most of the time. It affects you in some kind of way. It's either going to make you as the man, for example, want to beat on a woman, yeah, or you as the woman, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, you know what I mean. It just, it kind of can keep yep. going on for, because, you know, you're a product of your environment. And then a lot of women stay in those relationships because yep, they feel like that's love. They feel like it's the norm to get yep. beat on, you know. Yep. So it's just so sad to, to, to see that generational, you know, curses are, are done like that. Yep. But, but girl, one thing that I did hear this pastor say, he was saying, he said, keep in mind that demons follow bloodlines mm. and enforce curses until somebody stops it. Wow. Okay. I and I, and I, about yeah, that. I when you think about all of those different things, like even, even with the health, mm. even though your health can like 
you know, when you think about the chronic illnesses, mm-hmm. um, think about how, like, you know, with diabetes, health, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that stuff can be hereditary, but I feel like even with that, you can stop that, too, because you can eat better. You can stop it. Like, because you know how in our communities, what do we, we eat? All that soul food, all yep. that grease yeah, and hypertension lard and yeah. salt. And, yeah. But I feel like even that can be changed. That can be stopped, too. You yeah, know, see, like the type two diabetes or you can control can be, well, you can kind of control yeah. it. I should say a little bit better. If you oh yeah, you better, can. Yeah, take the medicines that are you yeah. know that are prescribed. You know, we have better medicines nowadays. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I feel like you can get at least at least get a hold of it better than you could back in the day. I feel. Yeah, like. that's true. I mean, that that's true. Mm-hmm. I get it. And then, like, with the, the, like you said, molestation and, you know, incest, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, that is something that, you know, that is something that is passed down. I mean, it's just, it's sad to say, because I know back in the day, I never would have thought that that happened in black families. But when you start looking at, you know, reading books and there's more movies about it now or just documentaries and it's just see how that is that has been um something that has been going on since the beginning of time mm-hmm. since the beginning of and time and it's just a normal thing i mean cousins marrying cousins and mm-hmm. i mean you just i don't know girl i just thought that was so just crazy to me like how is that normal how do you just think that something like that is normal it's just beyond crazy to me i never could understand that but again that is a generational curse yeah because hurt people hurt other yes. people and it's that sometimes it's just you don't eat it's unconscious i mean you don't even yeah. you don't think about it because you just think it's the norm yeah to just keep keep doing, doing whatever detrimental you know? yeah detrimental uh behaviors are mm-hmm. uh Partaking in detrimental behaviors. Yeah, just like with the with like the cults, for example. Like, look at the way, like with those cults, like the way they have, like uh, they have like kids. I mean, the behaviors that they be that they do on people, like they they deprive people from eating. They have they like have little kids in there, mm-hmm. you know, just all this weird behavior, having sex with everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yep. just. This is it's some really bizarre things. And if you think about it, like think about some of those when you see documentaries on some mm-hmm. of those cults and you think about how some of those kids, kids that grow up to be adults, they've been in there since they was yep. little. And then they do the same thing. Yep. They just, Doing all they just over repeat again. the cycle because they don't know no better. Yep. Yeah. That is true. And that is unfortunately just how our society is. You know, it's just and not only in families, but it's just like it just stuff that keeps repeating itself over and over and just mm-hmm. like just feel like you in a dang what do you call it uh like a vicious cycle vicious. Like a ham, almost like a hamster wheel yeah let's <laughs> keep doing it over and over and over and over mm-hmm. um Liz, so did you have any information that you have gathered as far as uh breaking generational curses or can generational curses be broken well, I feel like they can be. I mean, because if you think about it, like, think about, uh, I was listening to this this pastor, his name is Pastor Tony Evans, and he was okay. saying that sometimes, like, if you, uh, that in those 
generational curses. It's like sometimes you just take on the idea that I am what I am because of my mom or dad. Mm. You know, you just... But like I said, like he was saying, like demons follow bloodlines um, until mm. somebody stops it. Um, wow. He said, but at some point, um, he says, sometimes, you know, we cross paths with other human beings or you might hear, you know, you might hear it on like a song or hear it in a book or watch it on a movie. Mm -hmm. And you realize that the life you've been living is wrong. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's true. I mean, that is you know, true. racism is a good, you know, like I was. Just a, a good example, I would just say, like, when Obama became president, like, it's, you know, people don't want to believe, but I feel like he bought the whole world together in some aspects for the ones that, you know, mm -hmm. he bought a lot of whites and blacks together that never thought about it before. Because it was almost like a Martin Luther King movement in a way. Mm -hmm. He kind of just bought people together and people started to look at each other as humans instead of the color of mm -hmm. our skin. So I feel yeah. like, you know, with stuff like that, you know, if you, you know, when you see stuff like that, you know, when you cross paths with other people, you know, you got, we have to stop blaming our generations mm -hmm. for what we do in our adult lives, yeah, you know, because, you true. know, they may have like, maybe like transferred it or you saw the bad behaviors or, or whatever, or they or even amplified it. But we have to, we got to, you know, a lot of those patterns we do by choice because we don't have right. to. You're right. We do have a choice. We, we have, have free to. will. Yeah, we have free will. And God yep. gives us free will to do yay or nay. Yeah, that's true. Because if you think, right. about, think about somebody who like has drug addicted parents, yeah, that's true. And if they watch their drug addicted parents, like if somebody, I mean, just by the grace of God, if God puts you, you know, just put somebody in place to just show those kids that they don't have to do that. Yep. Like that is true. not a way of life. That's true. You know, like if you think about like some of the, dang, I could forget what basketball player that was, but that both of their parents were on crack. Mm. And they were saying how, you know, what they would do instead of, you know, doing, you know, watching their parent do crack or whatever, mm -hmm. or, or, or getting into that as well. They were saying how they would just go outside and just bounce that basketball because mm. they knew that that wasn't their parent. They just knew that it was the drug addiction mm -hmm. that had their parent. It wasn't them. So he figured he was like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm going to find a way out of this so I can help my parents mm -hmm. keep those addictions. And he did. Well, I can't good. remember which basketball player it was, though. That is so true, though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Absolutely. we. But basically, what I was trying to say is like we really can unchoose those negative mm -hmm. learned behaviors, yeah. and that way we can, you know, we can want something different for our lives and for the generations after us. Yep, that's true. Um, that but is anyway, true. but but what I was gonna say too, um, in that aspect, you have to become what they call a cycle breaker. Yeah. That is true. Um, it says, this is an individual within a family who decides that it's time to put a stop to the harmful family patterns. The cycle breaker recognizes that the family habits are causing pain or grief and realize that they have the power through the grace of God to end the cycles. Um, it says, you know, a lot of times too, but a lot of family members may, they may oppose it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because if you're moving on, you're trying to do something different. Like, say if everybody is an alcoholic and then you're trying to come in there and say, you know, this needs to stop. We need to stop drinking. We need to do better. You know they're going to be opposed to that. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, you have to be strong enough to, you know. You you got to be strong enough to deal with the resistance, too. Like, just, you know, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. do that through the power of prayer or whatever you feel you need to do to to, to help that family member. Then, you know, then that's what you do because you are going to have opposition. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, how well here's some the some ways like I kind of did like a collective of just okay. different things I was reading about how to break generational curses. Um, kind of like God will require you to basically you gotta disconnect from the from the past of your family tree, mm. so you can recognize and acknowledge the curses. Like you have to actually acknowledge them. Um, it says the transformation. Um, may require you to become uncomfortable as you mm. have to confront the curse patterns with family members that could possibly cause a strain between you and your loved ones. Um, you will need to have true repentance, which will require admission of the guilt for the wrongdoing or a promise to not ever do them again, you know, yeah. if you can or whatever. Um, you need to ask God to break all generational curses that affect your progression in life. Ask the Holy Spirit to cast out any more curses to your family's bloodline. Mm. Um, you also should, re- you know, pray and just try to repeat positive scriptures, um, you know, so you can get strength and wisdom so you can overcome, you know, those curses applied to your life. Yeah, and I wrote down just just a few little scriptures like okay. Philippians four thirteen is I can do all things through Christ and which strengthens me. Yes, like say that over and over and over and over until it's embedded in your head that you understand that God is the one that you should turn to and not those yes. those generational curses. Um, like Second Timothy four eighteen, and the Lord shall deliver me from every mm. evil work and will preserve me unto His heavenly kingdom. To whom be be the glory forever and ever. Mm. Amen. Like Psalms 23, you can say the whole thing. Mm. Say that whole thing every day. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the mm. shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yes. Thou art with me. Like knowing that God is with you, you can break that. Like you got to stand against the devil and say, look, I am no longer going to be. I'm not doing this no more. Yes. You know, and my family ain't either. Start with me and my kids. You know, know that's right. <laughs> um, and another one is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. Um, also, you may need to get extra help through individual and or family therapy yep. or support groups to aid in the work to bring change for your future. Yes, that's those are good. I'm, I'm just going to mm-hmm. add to that. I have... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, awareness um, again like you said seek therapy uh, set boundaries establish healthy boundaries with family members who perpetuate harmful patterns this may involve limiting contact with them or seeking support from others yeah. uh, do some self-reflection yeah. reflect on your own beliefs and behaviors and actively work to break the cycle by making conscious choices that align with your values mm-hmm. uh, educate yourself Learn about positive coping mechanisms. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, finding ways to, to deal with those addictions or, you know, mm-hmm. you see those addictive patterns and you find a way to say, hey, I'm stopping this. So educate yourself on ways that you can do that. 
Um, like if you're a kid, like go to a teacher or your counselor. Yes, your counselor. You know that's my, what like, they're there yeah, for. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Like my, like I'm, I'm scared. I need yep, help. I need both help. Of my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Just do, do anything that you can to just. Absolutely, to just stop girl. It, you know, <laughs> practice forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourself and others mm-hmm. for past mistakes yeah. or hurts. Can be freeing and help break the cycle of resentment and negativity. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that is a fact. Yeah, if you've had anything happen to you as a child, childhood trauma mm-hmm. situations, definitely you have to release that because it, it will wear you down yeah. the rest of your life if you don't let it go mm-hmm. or figure out how you can let that go because that person is gone or whatever the case is, you know, mm-hmm. if they're gone, mm-hmm. but you still holding on, you know, you're still holding on. So you not letting go. And so that can really be detrimental to you um, and your psyche if you're still holding on to you know, that past hurt or if somebody hurt you as far as childhood trauma. Yeah. Uh, cultivate resilience. Build resilience by developing coping skills, uh, nurturing uh, supportive relationships, and finding meaning and purpose in life beyond the constraints of familial family patterns. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. say that. <laughs> but, um, and then surround yourself with a supportive community of friends and mentors or support groups, as you mentioned, Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, they can offer encouragement and guidance on your journey of breaking generational curses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So those were some um, suggestions for breaking fam- uh, breaking those generational curses. So people, if you are going through something or holding on to something or you realize that your family has had a history of you know negative behaviors or behavioral patterns now's the time to you know break those break those chains That's i right. mean seriously because mm-hmm. it can really weigh you down um as you go through the rest of your life and sometimes we may not even know what's bothering us or what's eating away of us in our soul mm-hmm. if we don't acknowledge and recognize that we do that there was a problem or this is something that's been going on for years you know, through your family uh, history. Mm-hmm. So lastly, the other thing I want to say here is just to remember with breaking generational curses, it takes time, patience, and dedication. But with persistence and support, it is possible to create a brighter future for yourself mm-hmm. and future generations. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, break these chains, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> break the chains that are holding you back because when you're dealing with a situation like this, it can be very you know, draining uh, to you as an individual. So, And it, it can be hard. I feel like if you think about, like, think about when we were, like, younger. Like, if you think about stuff that we went through in school, like, different people that we've dealt with. Mm-hmm. I think it's so crazy how sometimes, like, a young lady's self-esteem can mm-hmm. be. Like, if her mom, like, if her mom's mom was always, like, pushed for them, them to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then they did the same thing. And that's why you have a lot of young ladies with eating disorders Mm -hmm. or, you know, being mean to other girls because, you know, they're, you know, they're just, you know, they want to, I don't know. They're just, I don't know. It's just just so much. It's just so much. Like I said, the whole racism thing, that right there, that to me. That's definitely a learned behavior. Oh, that is definitely a learned behavior. But I just feel like, you know, if people would just. You have to definitely unlearn that. Yes. Because at the end of the day, honey, we all bleed the same blood. Yes, honey. Yes. We are just different shades, 
you know, of God's children, you know, ain't nobody yep. no better than the other. Ain't nobody supposed to be here versus one supposed to not be here versus others not supposed to be here. We're all here for a reason. And we're all human. So, yeah, though that that definitely is a, cur- a generational yeah. curse that definitely needs to be broken. Because somebody, sometimes somebody of another race will do more for you than somebody of your own race. Right. In some cases. So you got to look at people as a human, not just about looking at somebody for the color of their skin. Like I was going to say, just kind of another example of something like that is I remember like taking my son to the dentist years ago and, uh, you know, they was just little ba- little kids, you know, they were toddlers, you know, it was his first appointment going mm-hmm. to the dentist. And I remember this, this white lady, you know, here it is, these two babies are sitting up there playing together and they wasn't bothering nobody. They was just getting along, laughing and talking, playing with the little toys in the office. And when she noticed that my son had, you know, when they had their little arms around each other, whatever, just playing, girl, she came over there and snatched her son arm mm. up so I mean she she almost yanked his damn arm off <laughs> because he was talking to you know mm-hmm. playing with my talk so it's so tough for me it made me cry because as a that's a toddler these are toddlers like really lady right yo racist yeah racist ass. <laughs> but, yeah thank you <laughs> racist and you can't even let toddlers play together like, he ain't going to rub off on him. Right, exactly. I mean, for real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But stuff like that just really yeah. makes my blood boil. But that yeah. that's one of the one generational curses that I hate. Yeah. I yeah, hate, unfortunately, I hate racism yes. of any kind. Yeah, know. I do too. Girl, I hate colorism too. Oh, me too. Just uh, amongst we got our that own, within yeah, our own. That's race. what I said. That's within <laughs> our own culture. You know, oh, you we have that problem that? with colorism too. You right about you that? You know, like light opposed as opposed to dark. To or, dark you know, yeah. it's just unfortunate. I just. And I see that a lot with some men, too. You know, like, it just passes down from him to his son to his son. You know, mm-hmm. that they they choose a particular type of woman mm-hmm. that looks a certain way. You know, and it's just, you just see that pattern. And, you know, That's with true. the man and his sons, they all got the same type of woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, wow, okay. And it's because, you're teaching because of the them. color of Yeah, you're skin. teaching them that. Light is right or light is better, you know, right. like that's what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. what you're ultimately doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so and I hate that. And I, you know, wow. Yeah, that is that's very really unfortunate because you could really be missing out on your blessing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while you worried about a skin color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It makes no sense. It has no value. Right. Uh, on the person whatsoever, the color of their skin yeah that's pretty good <laughs> or heat <laughs> in our yeah. case the, the shade mm-hmm. so but yeah, did you have anything else that you wanted to share about generational curses uh um, let me see um well, definitely definitely something that was worth talking about because it definitely it definitely happens it definitely has been happening mm-hmm. you know since the beginning of time mm-hmm yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much about it for me. I mean, just, okay. you know, it's just, it's hard. well, one other thing that I hate to see is like the generational curses of like, you know, a lot of the people that are on welfare, like as far as, you know, that has a bad rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And, you know, and I hate to see, you know, they always blaming it on black people. They always mm-hmm. say it's black people. But it's like, you know, a lot of people are on welfare of all races. Mm-hmm. But the, the focus is just on black people, which I cannot stand either. But it is sad, like, with that, it's like a generational curse, too, because it's just like, you know, the sad thing is, is because you can get free health care, you can get free money and free food stamps, mm-hmm. you know, it just it seems like, you know, if you need the help, I get it. Then get get the help, but don't stay on it forever. Like, get yeah, the help true. and get on up out of there because you don't want the government, you know, to... Be able to control how much money you can make or what mm-hmm. you can bring in, or you like you can't you make to this much. On it, yeah, you they start, start to, to depend, depend on it. it. Yeah, and then it just goes, and then because you know you see young ladies sometimes. I mean, they already know that they can't make a certain amount of money per year. Mm-hmm. They'll quit a job in the middle of the year. It might be a decent job that could have helped them to get off of Wilbur, but they'll quit the job just so they can be a thousandaire when it's tax time. Because they can't make a certain amount of money. That way you can make all these thousands and thousands, almost seven and $10,000 or whatever, just because you got a lot of kids. That's another thing, too. Mm-hmm. Having kids just to stay in welfare, mm-hmm. just so you can yeah. get more money. You know, my thing is, like I said, if you Some really think like that, though, yeah, it, it is really sad. But my thing is, like I said, I mean, I'm not trying to knock nobody because if you need it to get, you know, to get yeah. yourself, you know, get yourself out of certain situations, then I say, by all means, go ahead and do what you got to do, mm-hmm. you know, to take care of your family. But, but like, don't let it just consume you. Don't keep wallow. Down yeah, just forever. keep on, yeah. Like, like, get up on up out of that thing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, because you can make way more money mm-hmm. and take way better care of your family without it. Yeah, that's you true. You know, just make it that's as true. a stepping stone to get, you know. Yes, it's a stepping stone. Not yeah. to just keep on doing, you know, staying in it yes mm-hmm. and girl see it reminds me lastly like remember the show good times mm-hmm. how they you know they were in the ghetto but it's like uh, almost the whole time like even after they you know the dad passed on mm-hmm. there and then it's like they still there was never a way to get out of there mm-hmm. you know it's almost like they just still they stayed um, I think there were like six seasons or seven seasons of that show and they were still in that same apartment. Mm. You know, it's like when the dad passed or when they killed the dad off the show, it's like there was still no. OK, what happens now? Like, or do we still keep striving and to get out of the ghetto? Do we still mm-hmm. keep, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> do what happens now? Because everybody was working at this point, yeah, and there's still no money to get out of there. There's still no, there's still no way to do better to get out of there. I mean, yeah. Thelma, the character Thelma, she had got married. Her yeah. and her husband was still in that apartment. Oh God, <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, I mean, it's just almost like, well, dang, what? So no, there's been no progress for years. I mean, because it's to assume that it's been some years mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're still there. Yeah, I don't know. What do you do? I mean, you know, what do you do? I mean, there has to be a game plan. That's another thing that as as a person, just you make a game plan. Or, you know, yeah, this is it, what I need to goals. do to do this. Yeah, set some goals. Set some goals. To and, and you know, mm-hmm. set those steps to, to achieve those goals. Because yeah. that made no sense to me. I'm like, why are they still in that same apartment? Yeah. 
With all those people. With all those people that don't been through there. The mother was there. Then she, I think she got married and left. Mm-hmm. Then she came back or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember if her and her new husband was still there. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of transitions in there, but they were yeah. still in the same apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on. There has to have been some growth at some point yeah. for them to be able to move out of the ghetto. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, that's just the sad part about being in the ghetto, as they say. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I hate that stereotype. I know. It's, it's always stereotyped to 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 black people. I just hate that. I hate but that again, too. persistence, dedication, patience, and it can be done. As far as breaking those chains, breaking the cycle. So, but that's all we got for this evening, people. I hope you did enjoy the generational curses because it was definitely something that we wanted to uh, talk about. Um, and Lynn is going to, or actually I'm going to uh, leave you with a jewel of the week. And then Lynn is going to come come by with the uh, divine guidance. So the jewel of the week is it's up to us to break generational curses when they say it runs in the family, you tell them this is where it runs out. Boo boo. <laughs> hey. Yeah, like this that. is where it runs out. That's right. That's right. We gonna keep that going. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the divine guidance for this week, um, I'm gonna read a prayer. Um, Almighty Lord, we come against any family curses today. Any generational curses in the form of diseases, misfortune, or poverty is destroyed today in the name of Jesus. We disconnect ourselves from any link with a generational demonic spirit. We seal all lines that have carried these curses this far. We break all chains of despair and sickness today. We unlock all prisons of drunkenness and bad luck today. Christ has paid all of our debts and we will not suffer any longer. Deliver and free us from all oppression, dear Lord. Let us live our lives in abundant grace and prosperity. Let your riches be plentiful on us and for generations to come. Thank you, covenant-keeping God, for setting us free. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. That was good. I love that. Love that. Love it. I hope you guys love that too. Please uh keep that prayer in mind. Was that on the um was that on uh it was just online. Oh, it was just online. Okay. Just online. But I, I, what, before you ended, I was going to say there's this there's two songs that I just want to recommend to people to okay. kind of listen to over and over and over again cuz I will say you know, for me, I don't I won't say just generational curse, but it's just something that has helped me along in okay. my journey in life. Um, one of them is, of course, you know, Break Every Chain mm-hmm. by Tasha Cobbs. But there's another song called um, uh, Lord Make Me Over mm. by Tone X. is T-O-N-E-X. And it's just the, the words in that song. He's basically just saying just like, Lord, make me over. Like, mm. make me, break me. Just like, get rid of Do all of those yeah. scars of my past, you know, and make me over. I know that's right. You know, and it can be done. You know, like I said, sometimes we have to, sometimes songs will even just, mm-hmm. just give us inspiration to, you know, just yeah, to get true. us out of those situations. If you listen to it over and over and over again, it can, it actually can give you power. Oh yeah. That, I agree with that. Totally. Mm-hmm. You are so right. Yeah. 
That's definitely right. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, that concludes the end of our show today. I hope that you did get something out of that. And I do hope that if you are in a generational curse cycle, I do hope that you break those chains. Mm-hmm. Check out those two songs that Lynn mentioned here. Um, maybe that might give you some divine encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go ahead and close out. Um, if you would like to email us, um, our email address is combo with cousins, seven, six, five at outlook.com. That's C O N V O W C U Z N S seven, six, five at outlook.com. We always encourage questions and suggestions from our listeners. Please also follow us on Instagram. Um, it is at a official underscore Cousins Wine and Tea um, podcast on Instagram. You can join us also on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, of course, Overcast, and iHeartRadio. Remember to subscribe to our show to receive regular updates and notifications. We thank you for listening and hope to engage with you again soon. Because if you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. You all have a good night. Stay safe and be blessed. Bye-bye.